0: And wearing that wearing a mask during the GOP convention was he really yeah dude what's his deal what's Blakemore's deal I I like I honestly don't know shit about him he replaced the um old man right uh yeah he replaced uh oh what's his name Bishop yeah yeah rob and he went to work for the state department as
1: like a uh as like a foreign services oh. officer which um i don't know i'm not gonna make any sort of like uh accusations sure here fine. that he's like cia or something that would be weird i'm sure that's fine <laughs> he doesn't have yeah. yeah, the just, profile or, or or the pipeline one bit yeah not at all just like some sort of like byu guy who like went on a mission somewhere and spoke a foreign language that like the CIA might need. And then just somehow ended up a foreign services officer and then ended up a Congressman. It happens What's to so funny
0: is like the last two things before you said those last two things it could have described so many people, like including like Evan McMullen, And then you just said those last two things and it made it someone else. But how many BYU dudes has the CIA picked off? Honestly, um,
1: anywhere outside of like probably the most outside of like Harvard and Princeton,
0: Dude, yeah, honestly, yeah, it's, it's right up there. It's, it's an notorious thing, even for people like outside of Utah. And I remember being told that as a kid that it was like a cool thing, like, oh, like uh, the federal government and like the CIA and the FBI, they love BYU people because And I don't know what the reason was, but it's, I, is it the blind loyalty or,
1: uh, uh blind loyalty and also you're less likely to get hooked on substances. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. And also, you might not be just like, you might just be like too dumb to actually be like corrupted by like a Chinese or Soviet agent. Who knows? We'll give you all <laughs> this money.
0: The I was on with the wrong mic setting. I don't know if I sound different, but boys, welcome. It's Brigham Young Money. This is episode 44, I believe. Do I have that right? Got it better. I don't want to say that and then it'd be wrong. I don't Make count check.
1: them until I like submit them. So don't worry about 40, that.
0: 44. Yes. This is episode 44. And we are back. We've got a, we're locked and loaded. We're ready to go. We got Jordan in a, you know, USMNT sweater. I'm wearing a Palestine national team soccer jersey. And oh, Greg yes. has got his hood on, as we all would have expected. I just want everyone to know
1: my wearing of a US men's national <laughs> team sweater is nowhere near a, a endorsement of Christian Pouysex uh, uh, politics especially on
0: Instagram so Magadana NRMR Christian Kulisic Oh let's go Let's go we're cooking yeah to, to uh, Let's go keep going On the other hand wearing me wearing a Palestine jersey is an absolute endorsement of anything ranging from uh, the Palestinian national government to uh, local mayors there. And um, yeah, and any sort of uh, anti-IDF groups that may or may not be operating there that I will not be naming.
2: Kyle, I have a favor to ask. Yes. Can I borrow that jersey next time I go work out at the
0: JCC? (laughs) You will look insane in this because it'll be so tight on you and I would love (laughs) if you would do that. I. Yeah oh, man, let's make it happen. Anyway, I'll make a YouTube video. That's a great idea. So we're back, uh, boys. Um, not to do like a weekend recap, but we had a really good weekend. I loved uh, hanging out with you guys. We had a nice little barbecue at Greg's. It was perfect. It was yeah, phenomenal.
1: We we uh, filled out our grievance boards, and <laughs> it was a, it was a real party.
0: <laughs> that's right. Jordan came. Very fashionably late with one of the key ingredients to a uh, hamburger, which was the bun. Not for me, of course. Mm-hmm. I just had the delightful lettuce wraps that I normally have, but you know, I felt unappreciated. So, you know, <laughs> I just wanted
1: everyone to realize how important I am. So, there, <laughs> take it for that. He created that debt of appreciation
0: for you. He still oh, has man.
2: a pit in his heart from sleeping in an Ogden parking lot
0: and wanting That's everyone right. else's. I'm gonna make them all pay. So that was great. Um, just a solid weekend. It's beautiful time to be alive and in Utah. <laughs> uh, the mountains are looking lovely. The weather's is perfect. Uh, the Jazz are, I think, winning right now, um, and the Lakers might not make the playoffs. And um, and yeah, things are things are cooking. Um, over the weekend, though, there was an incredible event that took place that I think that I know everyone's dying to to know about and to learn about. And that is, of course, the GOP convention that took place at the Maverick Center, I believe, in West Valley City.
1: There, there's nothing more fun than like party politics over a weekend where like the weather was perfect.
0: I know it, it truly. It's just honestly, I, w- I was glad that I got to ignore it for most of the day, um, but Early on, I knew we were in for a real treat because one of the first things that I saw about it was the aforementioned grievance board. And it was quite literally like the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Should we go through some of them? We should absolutely, absolutely. go through some of them. I need to pull up the picture. I know we've got some listed oh, here. The, but. the
1: pictures are amazing, too. Like you just see like the type of writing that someone was just like – just writing on some sort of TPUSA hashtag right below, like
0: someone who's also wrote like repeal the 17th Amendment. (laughs) <laughs> I, know. I know the 17th so, okay there's there's a lot to take in there i'm also it's hard to find the the board i mean it, it made an appearance early on somebody tweeted it out and um you know it was obviously very great to see but obviously people kept adding to the grievance board uh and it just kept getting better and better do you guys have the most up-to-date version of the grievance board i am trying to find one a last few one. of them I know yeah. we've got some listed there, here that were, there was there were so many different like versions of it too as it like evolved oh, here we go. too.
1: Where like initially it was just like your standard stuff like baby killing, open borders, yeah. uh, yep. whatever something human trafficking and it just like evolved in some like the last iteration had Benghazi on it, which was like <laughs> really so awesome. wow, we're reaching back for of, that one. I'm seeing a lot of critical race theory.
2: Oh, my I'm God. I, um, yeah. Yeah. They're mad so about no that. taxation without representation.
1: Yeah. Yep. The, the no taxation without representation right next to
0: something about D.C. statehood was amazing. Just like so fucking good. There, so I uh, germs guy, J.E.R.M.S. guy on Twitter. <clears throat> he's got a bunch of pictures um, from from the event. I don't know what his deal is or why he was there, but he's a quote political junkie. So maybe he was just there as a hobbyist. The Trump booth there was incredibly popular, <laughs> and they're selling tw- Trump 2024 merch, flags, uh, hats. Uh, I see some America First t-shirts. Can't imagine those were made in America though. Just, just the most classic um, Trump merch. Just all, all the hits. Yeah, there's a and gigantic flag
1: that's Trump 2024. Mm-hmm. Take America oh. back, which is like, oh, okay, oh my that's God, not. Is that what it says? Yes. Which is like, oh, oh that's yeah. not, uh, like
0: terrifying at all no um the guy in the this picture is blocking the take uh, the back part uh, but that take america back of course um there's also another one that says i can't see what it what it says but this is like trump 2024 and it it says the rules have and i can't see what the last word is is it changed the rules have changed what does that even mean i do not like that it's one of those like tough guy
1: sort of uh, platitudes that republicans love to use to make themselves seem like They're tough. But if like more than two black people ever approached them, they would just call the cops just even if they were like a football field away.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, people, there were protests with like miles from people's houses and they were like making up stories about, um, you know, why they needed to call the cops. But I see some Traeger grills here. Um, I see zero masks, which is funny because their masks were required for this event. which oh wait I see one I see like three in this picture out of what appear to be about a hundred people, um just really good stuff. I see Trump Pride, so there's some and then a, a man standing in front of it with gays for Trump, which is pretty good. Um, what are log cabin Republicans? What does that mean?
1: Those are gay Republicans. Like that's just an old organization that was like the original oh. like gay Republican organization, which um okay. This, taken some hits over the last few years because uh why is it called I, that i don't know i think they're playing off a of lincoln just because log cabin but i don't okay. know that's a it's an interesting
0: name i don't know why man they're next let's see don't tread on me flag they have like i mean this trump merch table it absolutely rolls out they've got a they got a what I think that says Trumpinator, and they got him like dressed as Arnold Schwarzenegger with like oh, Like yeah. I just love how fucking sick they think Trump is. It's so funny to me. I just want to see a, one video of Trump in the gym,
2: just doing oh, no. like the most basic ass workout. Like just <laughs> like imagine,
1: imagine <laughs> Trump doing like a
2: shoulder press.
1: Oh, you'll you'll never see it because he only has finite energy as he believes. <laughs> I just want Man. I want
2: that more than anything.
1: Yeah. He, he can't oh go down God. a hill that's of a, a slight grade. I don't think he's going to be doing like military press in the gym anytime
0: soon. Don't think <laughs> that's going to happen. Oh, the uh, big Trump, like that big, like potato looking Trump guy. Do you know what that's about? Like, I thought that was making fun of Trump. Now, have they embraced it?
1: I'm I confused. Have, I have no idea. Keeping track of like conservative culture is like nailing jello to the wall. That's right.
0: Dude, <laughs> like, I saw. I saw like, you know, those, those guys who do those funny videos, the good liars, they, um, they were like, they, they were at an an event where Michael Flynn was like walking in and he asked him, he, they, they were asking Michael Flynn if he believes in, in. QAnon or if he thinks it's real. And Michael Flynn says, oh, you mean Blue Anon? And then the guy, the good liars guy like laughs. And then he's like, no, I'm serious. Like, do you believe in QAnon? And Michael Fli- Michael Flynn asked him like a million times it- why he laughed at Blue Anon. And it's weird to see them like appropriate Blue Anon because I thought that was like what Russiagate skeptic people were calling Russiagate stuff blue and not. I'm just, it's, I, I, I'm having, I can't keep track of like, what's ironic in the conservative community anymore. Like it's all just, it's all just osmosis around all of them. And I have no idea what any, like, I thought that Trump, a guy was making where they made fun of Trump, but this does not appear to be the case, man. Anyway, they look like they're having a lot of fun here, which, you know, you love to see, but this grievance sport is truly amazing. So <laughs> uh, a, a couple, a couple things on here. So, so the there's like the amount of of hate they all have for critical race theory is like that's like the new That's like the new uh, cultural Marxism or whatever that they like rant and rave about. And Jordan, do you know why they hate critical race theory so much? Like, isn't it pretty much just like that racism exists and like there's structural racism? Is that is that the whole thing? That's essentially what critical race theory is. It essentially just states that most uh,
1: institutions that exist nowadays have some sort of fundamental like foundation in racism, which is. Yeah. True. Um, they're mad because it goes all the way back to like their distrust of like academics anyway, because they feel like academics, especially in like public school or college, is just filling us all with socialist lies. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, how? Yeah. Let's for see.
0: example, that like that bill that just passed in Idaho where you can't teach racism. <laughs> that like you cannot teach that um, racism exists, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, which is just incredible when you think about it. That really is. Um, so re- reading through some of these, we got Joe Biden, no budget in twelve years, children not in schools with peers, statehood of D.C., critical race theory removes responsibility. I don't know what that means. That it doesn't mean appear anything. to be related to anything else. So somebody wrote Gov. Cox. Somebody put a arrow pointing to that and saying traitor, illegal mandates. <laughs> um, but, but quite literally taxation without representation is right next to DC, uh, statehood of DC. So I don't know if like Couldn't plan somebody, that. yeah, wild Romney's vote to impeach Trump, dominion voting machines, <laughs> yes. um, uh, yes. educate the children about principal So educate the children is circled. And then below it, it says about principles of Liberty, uh, career politicians, career politicians, twice, big gov. Um, <laughs> Then I just see ruining my life and then (laughs) screens by spending trillions. I have no idea what that word is. S-C-R-I-N-G-S. Screens.
2: It just sounds like this was written by like – an internet algorithm bot that just studied Charlie Kirk's Twitter account.
0: I know. It's so amazing. It's, <laughs> it's those like word map things where yes. it's just like the most commonly used words on a cult-like devotion to Trump. That's kind of a funny one. Um, let's see. Shortages caused by government. I don't know what that's even referencing. King Cox, frowny face, count my vote, massively fraudulent national elections. Stop believing QAnon, believe truth. I think somebody else wrote like a liberal wrote that, which is I just uh. no
1: that that's a Romney Republican right there too, who's just like, we have to win okay. back the dignity of the party. It's like, buddy, that's not coming back.
0: Yeah, I just, nope. I just
2: can't get over someone writing count my vote in Utah.
1: No, that's the uh, <laughs> that's actually a policy thing. That was the uh ballot initiative, I think what Four years ago, yeah. or it could have been longer than that, too, where essentially it says that you can gather signatures so you don't just go through the psychos at the GOP convention. Yeah, because yep. for obvious reasons, looking at these grievance boards, maybe these people should not be in charge of picking all of our public officials in the state.
0: Yeah, there's also. Oh my god did somebody write who killed john galt on there i just see galt question mark that's who is john galt that's a that's a that's
1: an an ayn ryan thing
0: oh that's right that's right okay yeah that's an atlas shrugged reference that is atlas shrugged that's right uh molon lib that's is that come and take it in latin yeah molon
1: labe. it's greek come and take it it's what leonidas said right
0: before xerxes took it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> voter fraud lack of civility is a funny one um wow but yeah i mean the d i can't get over the uh taxation without representation right next to dc statehood but they're the, uh, on there also classic baby killing um but one of the classics i mean a new classic is the faux pandemic which is hell yeah uh, i mean you have people like uh Candace Owens, who was basically like three weeks ago was like, everyone keep an eye on India. Like I thought this thing was supposed to be worse than the flu and they have tons of cases and everything's fine. India as of today is like cremating people in parking lots and has, they're setting records as of having over 400,000 cases a day within the country. Gee, so um it's the fact that they honestly think po- faux pandemic is it's so interesting to me and it's also what's so interesting is that the timing of trump's presidency because a lot of them have like taken like they'll say the only reason that like vaccines were able to be created so quickly was because of donald trump but at the, at the same time so many of these people think the vaccine is like a i've seen them call it the poison shot. So I don't understand, like, do they want Trump to have credit for the poison shot or <laughs> what? It's very baffling to me. Once again, like trying to nail down reality in
1: conservative land is like nailing jello to a wall. Like I know. it's both the greatest thing ever because of Trump, but it's also the worst thing ever because two months later, Biden took over.
0: I know. Oh, I think that they might've had more than one board. Cause on this one, I see, um, Taxed enough already, open borders, mask hypocrisy, lack of respect for the voter, uh, no consequences for their actions or accountability. I mean, fair enough. Uh, Malfeasance, just the word malfeasance. Uh, Nothing is safe with politics. Democrats, (laughs) personal choice. And then somebody just wrote a money sign, which, yeah. Yeah. Somebody in brackets, but child and human trafficking, drug supplying, and then someone crossed it out and then put contention. I don't know what that means. Um, answers <sighs> that, was, that, that can't be questioned. Me. Yeah. Answers that can't be questioned is one that's on there. Um, that's like the Tucker Carlson special where he does a new show where he just asks questions very pointedly for like an hour and a half or whatever. And then somebody put getting older frowny face, which <laughs> also fair enough. I mean, honestly, that's probably the most like
1: representative of like the Republican voting base in Utah anyway. So
0: I know answers that can't be questioned is, is an interesting one. I mean, I, I know they're all just, they all say that about like vaccines or they're just asking questions <laughs> about vaccines or whatever. God damn, <laughs> man. So, the convention was obviously uh, a great time for everyone. I'm glad they were able to uh, write their grievances on this board, but um, there were a couple big headlines that came out of this uh, event, and one of the biggest is that Mitt Romney, wa- who <laughs> was in attendance <laughs> physically, uh, he was a, a guest. Obviously, he's one of our our senators in this state, and he's a Republican. And he got fucking owned he got so fucking owned like more owned than anyone 's ever seen before. we can uh, Jordan you can put the audio in of him getting booed, but it's it 's truly incredible
3: so what do you think about president biden 's first hundred days? Now you know me as a person who uh, who says what he thinks? And I don't hide the fact that I wasn't a fan of our last president's character issues. And I'm also no fan. Of... Aren't you embarrassed? And I'm also no fan of the.
0: Like he he. He stands up, and he's just getting absolutely shredded by everyone in the crowd, and it's just so loud, and it's just constant booing, and he's trying to talk, and and, and uh, Mitt Romney pulls out the classic, aren't you embarrassed? He's asking everyone booing him, are you guys embarrassed for booing me? And of no course shame. they're not. Uh, <laughs> Seriously.
1: We love to use the perplexed vice principal tactic
0: yes. in front of the
1: unruly assembly. It's like... Is this funny <laughs> to you?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what am I
1: clown?
0: <laughs> Like, he should have just pulled the Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Oh, my God. Yeah, he really should have. And then just, like, got super serious and threatening with it. Oh, my God. He really is looking like a vice principal up there, like, trying to calm down a crowd of high schoolers. Like, they're just booing him. And he's <laughs> <laughs> just... Fucking Principal like, Skinner over here. I know. It's you, not you, me if who's you're out like, of touch. It's you gotta children. Own it. That's right. He's got to He just has to own it at that point. But he got he got absolutely slammed. And Jordan uh, got Jordan's on a very particular mailing list. And Jordan, <laughs> tell tell us what you received today to your email inbox. Wait, which one? Uh, the Donald Trump one.
1: Oh yes. Um, <laughs> I love Donald Trump so much. I miss him. He should be. <laughs> he should be back online. Like honestly, for just the good give of the his nation. Twitter account back. I know. Okay, so <laughs> this was a statement from our president because he's banned from every sort of media platform on the planet, except for his internet connection and his Gmail account. <laughs> um, so nice to see Rhino Mitt Romney booed off the stage at the Utah Republican State Convention. They are among the earliest to have figured this guy out—a stone cold loser.
0: <laughs> Motherfucker still I got love- it,
2: man. <laughs> he really he's does. Still in his prime.
0: <laughs> Dude, and they of course, like everyone just eats that up, man. Anyone who likes Trump just hates Mitt Romney. And it was just absolutely beautiful. Um
1: I am so excited to see whatever Trump says when he wanders into the next like waspy like wedding at Mar-a-Lago. Just be like, they didn't show a whole lot of respect to Mitt Romney. So yeah. sad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's, it's like it's like watching uh, Jordan put up fifty in a wizard's uniform.
0: <laughs> Dude, it really is. He's out of retirement. We're, I mean, we're likely, very likely to see Trump twenty twenty four if he. Oh, it's gonna. Happen. I mean, I. I think so too. Like, it's really just going to depend on how much he he likes his his current life. If he gets bored of hang, of haunting the halls <laughs> at Mar-a-Lago or
1: whatever he does, Honestly, he's just, probably living his best life
0: right now because he's just
1: like people come to see him like he's the Wizard of Oz and just be like <laughs> they really
0: do and like he he makes little cameos at dinner and they like you know he still wears his maga hat. It's great. It's You've great had for heart
1: the whole time, Mike Lee.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Um, Jeff Flake, uh, uh, another classic Mitt Romney-esque Republican chimed in um, to support his uh, comrade in the struggle against uh, indecency or whatever. And uh, he said, Mitt, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing for the right reason. They'll come around, he says.
1: Jeff Flake doesn't realize that the Republican Party is no longer his party, but his son's Discord channel. <laughs> yep,
0: I think, he honestly doesn't get it. I think the oh. funniest
2: part of this is if this was like the Utah Democratic Convention and Mitt Romney would have spoken, he would have gotten a standing ovation.
0: One hundred percent. He absolutely tell me I'm wrong you're absolutely right and actually I want to talk about that real fast because drive down I-15 in Salt Lake like it's been it's been off and on throughout the entire course of like the last year but there are multiple Mitt Romney signs some calling him a traitor or whatever but um, but there are some that are just like one I think it's in Murray it says um, it says Mitt Romney is our hero he is a truth teller or something like that (laughs) And I, Mister Fucking
2: Bane Capital.
0: Right. This uh. isn't an. Uh, I'm not going to say something actionable here, but uh, I. Somebody needs to take that thing down because. Uh, God damn, dude! I, I am just so tired of pretending like this. Like he, I, 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 he, he, him getting credit for anything is just so fucking annoying. I got. There are like well-meaning liberals who just cannot fucking help themselves when it comes to uh, this shit. Like um, that Better Utah group, we've, we, we've mentioned them before. They're the ones that are doing the humans against Mike Lee thing. But, um, You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah, yeah it's going, going well. <clears throat> said We've said it before and we'll say it again. When his party went off the rails, Mitt Romney Mitt Romney's integrity impressed us. We're grateful to have a member of Congress who puts country over party and refuses to perpetuate lies. And this, I mean, all I responded with at first was just the picture of Mitt Romney and Donald Trump together on that candlelit dinner they had where he was seeking Trump's endorsement. Um, But then, like, just pretending like Mitt Romney is someone who he isn't is like is so annoying to me. Um, So I like... Someone was like, "Times change," and I was like, "Nothing has changed." Like, I, and I sent this article of um, in Business Insider, and it says, "This was back in 2018. Mitt Romney is veering to the right of Trump on immigration. Utah Senate candidate, this was when he was running, said he is more conservative on immigration than President Donald Trump. Romney opposed a pathway to citizenship for DACA eligible immigrants, breaking with the White House proposal from earlier this year." Like, this is a dude who is. <clears throat> more hawkish on immigration than Donald Trump. Like, I why, why would anyone pretend like this man? Like, and he's not, he's not honest. He's not honest about like the impact of his policies just because he didn't perpetuate the quote, big lie about the election of like, he's getting banners. He's getting the democratic party, uh, so Mitt Romney at the, at the GOP convention, they did they had a vote to censure him, which failed barely by se- – it was 798 to 711. And the Democratic <laughs> Party took a vote, I think last year, to thank him for voting for the first <laughs> impeachment. Like,
1: And the thing about it is there's no like sunlight between Trump and Romney when it comes right down to conservative politics. Like, no, they no. believe the same things.
0: They have the same politics –
1: Like Like they just are different aesthetically. That's it. If you want to know who the real Mitt Romney is, just look at this press conference he did like the day after the Benghazi attacks where he essentially just started every conspiracy theory on Benghazi (sighs) because he thought like that was his ticket to the White House. But also he couldn't stop himself from smirking as he walked away from the microphone like a stone Uh cold psycho he is. So, yeah, like you can say like, oh, he's actually a decent guy. He puts country over parties. No, he doesn't. No, yeah. he doesn't. his big plan for like stopping, like it's for like raising minimum wage was raise it to $10, but also we're going to make immigration even harder.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. He, it like, was like he did that with was, Josh Hawley. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it like was
1: disgusting. We'll raise it to $10 over five years. Oh, and also we're going to um, we're also going to make like uh, the verification requirements for immigration even harder.
0: Yeah, making them, it's already just the most grueling process ever. Um, and in exchange for a peddling amount of uh, increase on the minimum wage, probably in like 10 years from now, that is just entirely insulting. It was at a cost of just incredibly cruel immigration policies. Um, but the, uh, I was talking like on Twitter about this and. Um, This person said, like, we can be grateful that he didn't try to overturn a free and fair election while also agreeing with the vast majority of his policies. It's a low bar, but many elected officials in the GOP can't even manage to get the basic right these days. Um, And then she also said, if you don't want to praise someone for getting the basics of democracy right, that's fine and fair. I get it. And I said, I don't think he's even doing that. He's supportive of more oppressive, oppressive laws to destroy voter access, and there's no way he supports DC statehood. So it's not like he does support democracy at all. He just didn't go along with the most, like, transparently dumb fucking idea ever to pre- of this of this big lie that Dominion voting machine. I mean, fucking QAnon pillow guy is out there. Like, listen to him. Like, it doesn't take a goddamn genius to distance yourself from him and think that might be advantageous for you. Aww. Trump fans already hated. Yeah, do, do the impression, Greg. I please.
4: ran 17,000 algorithm tests to actually prove that Donald Trump won the election. I stayed up for 17 weeks doing nothing but cocaine and eating the Campbell's soup that Antifa threw at me. Uh, They said it was for their families, not for their families, but I used it for nourishment and I turned it against them. And now (laughs) I have conclusive, decisive evidence that (laughs) our president, Donald John Trump, was (laughs) duly elected by the citizens of America.
0: That, that's a really good impression. I love You're oh, really good at the Minnesota I love him so
4: much. You can find me at Duluth.
0: <laughs> he's like Midwestern Bane. <laughs> he really is. And he, and like, it doesn't take a genius to think, to look at this guy and be like, that's not something I want to be associated with, and I'm going to, like, Mitt Romney going to keep doing his thing. Like, it's not like he made some incredibly brave decision. The worst that's going to happen to him is that he goes and gets booed by the, uh, GOP convention here in Utah, but he gets heaps and bounds of praise from liberals for walking into a BLM rally and just basically being like, no, the election wasn't stolen and they all just give him a fucking standing ovation. It's, it's insane. I hate it so much. Come next election.
1: He'll probably still win by like 30 points because it's still (laughs) Utah. and.
3: God the damn it, GOP convention is
0: not the entire state. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mitt Romney, future of the Democratic Party. <laughs> um, very, very good stuff. I'm stock. actually so, semi-shocked that he didn't end up in Biden's cabinet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's one of the ones that he would probably have picked to be on like the bipartisan like uh, civility committee or whatever Biden <laughs> talked about. Um, just – Awful stuff. Um, we also need to mention that uh, we should probably talk about it next episode. Uh, Biden's State Department, because there's a lot of stuff in there Wolf. that Romney would really like quite a bit. Um, and they're you know just pushing for human rights everywhere, like in Cuba, I'm sure they're very concerned, and uh, Honduras as well, but um. So Mitt Romney was not censured. Uh, very fortunately for him, there was only he lost by the censuring lost by about eighty votes. Um, but the next man up was uh, Spencer Cox, and he also <laughs> received a chorus of booze. There was some praise, um, and Spencer Cox, you know, has to come to to face those that you know got him into office. So. Um. let's see let me see if I can find where uh, okay so um, Spencer Cox takes this stage to a mix of woo and boo in the crowd this is from Ben Winslow on Twitter Ben says he's speed talking parentheses which the governor does when he wants to move it along he which he we saw many times during uh, COVID press conferences he that, goes, that he was in charge of he goes full Ben Shapiro <laughs> Yep, that's right. It's beautiful. He points out that he implemented constitutional carry to cheers, cut taxes, reducing government, (laughs) reducing government applause. That is such a funny. I reduced government. Okay, cool. Um, Governor Cox pivots to the pandemic and notes how many people died. Quote, we are getting back to normal, he says, talking about vaccines and thinking Operation Warp Speed. Got to credit Trump. I know some of you hate me for the, some, of the, the, some of the decisions we've made, Cox says to some cheers from the crowd. <laughs> uh, but he defends his approach to keeping kids in schools and how they've handled things economically. Governor Cox says as of, as of next Friday, public health will terminate. Public health will terminate and there will be no masks next fall to huge cheers. He acknowledges the GOP is losing young people. Some in the crowd keep wanting to shout at him. Cox keeps talking over delegates who want to shout at him. I can't even hear what the delegates are saying. Just loud shouting. The governor, the governor tells people to, to stop protesting at homes and go to a food bank, <laughs> which, <laughs>
4: uh,
0: oh, of course,
1: um, A couple things on that. First of all, like it's it's funny he's saying, like, we're done with public health measures, considering like the New York Times had that story today that pretty much said, like, we're not going to get herd immunity just because like we are too dumb of a country. And which is first amazing. So we're just going to like have this culture war issue every single year because we can't actually like. Yep. Take care of it in a like a, a reasonable society would, and second, I love that he brings up the point is like we're losing young people, like right after he went on like a diatribe <laughs> about like how like we're not going to do public health orders or anything like that anymore. It's like that's peak Spencer Cox right there, like that's who he mm-hmm. is as a person because he always knows the audience he's speaking to and he will give every sort of dog whistle to them no matter what. Like when he's speaking to the Eagle Forum, he'll say like, uh, abortion is slavery, or if he's speaking to the Utah like Republican party he'll throw the red meat at them but at the same point if he goes on CNN he'll say like golly gee we've done so much police reform in our state despite the fact that we just undid bail reform in our state because yeah. all the sheriffs mm-hmm. got mad at me so we, we did like away cops with cops and black people here Oopsies. yeah cuz he'll, he'll he'll say like the little things like you can be both anti-murder and pro cop it's like yeah what i i Honestly, yeah. like I don't understand your point there. Like I think most people are anti-murder. It's like it's just like <laughs> that, the context not, that they're talking about.
0: Yeah, that's generally not the discussion that we're My, having. Uh, I am not yeah. into murder t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, he is – he – Spencer Cox is such – he's one of the most obvious panders I've ever seen ever – and it makes me very uh, sad that a lot of people don't seem to see through it. I um, I mean, the shit on like the trans bill just was is one of the most disgusting things I've ever witnessed where he went and cried. R- yeah, I, yeah. Tears. yeah just, just awful. I
4: don't know what I'm yeah. doing, but I'm you learning. Know is,
0: everyone is just so concerned and genuinely cares about people like everyone. It's everyone. Uh, all sides are right here. <laughs> just yes. The all ones who hate trans people and the ones who don't want people to hate trans people. Both sides are right. Here. All sides are right, guys. Come on. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. It's, it's just that. That's just incredibly just insane and stupid that you can't really think about for more than five seconds before it makes you angry. Yep. Motherfucker watches NASCAR in reverse so we can just get right turns. <laughs> Oh, I still think Fuck, it's fascinating. Yeah. Some guy on Twitter tried to fight me over Spencer Cox, which I think is still the most hilarious thing <laughs> oh I've ever had happen to right. me.
0: That is, that is so embarrassing. Um, yeah, that I do not like that. So Spencer Cox got the very mixed reaction. Um, I don't think that should be much of a surprise, but – Yeah. I mean, he had, there were, there were people protesting. Uh, I mean, people protested his house. He made them cookies, of course, but people (laughs) protested his house at some point in the pandemic, Um, which, yeah, not to be, not to be um, unexpected. But after Spencer Cox was Senator Mike Lee, who everyone there absolutely fucking loves. Senator Mike Lee takes the stage, gets a gets huge cheers and a standing ovation, like rock star treatment. So people just ate that shit up. So um, not sure if the humans against Mike Lee campaign is working, but uh, these guys are not phased at all by it. He he played the hits. He's talking about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Um, he also said, uh, let's see, talking about the founders and American exceptionalism, and says there's faith quote, in the people and not the government. Now he pivots to how the left's agenda is placing, quote, unquestionable trust in the government. I like definitely not like a dog whistle about vaccines, I guess. Um, I guess you can't, you can trust the government when it comes to like,
1: you can't trust the government for most things, but you can trust the government when it's a guy who can shoot you for no
0: provocation. Yeah. um, Yeah. And, Let's see. So he went over his for the people or he criticized the for the people act and says it's about Democrats wanting to pack the Supreme Court. Yep, that's the point. Um, Jokes about how Joe Biden's political career began in the Taft administration and criticizes getting rid of the Electoral College and D.C. slash Puerto Rico statehood. I love that those things are lumped together. um, D.C. and Puerto Rico. But
1: sure. Surely, no like dog whistles and just and like yeah. just invoking two like very different, like two different territories with vastly different racial makeups
0: than Utah. Yeah. 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 And to pretend like Puerto Rico is somehow an analogous situation to DC is, I mean, in so much that people there are like not represented, but like. You know, DC does shouldn't have the right to vote themselves to be an independent uh, nation or something like that. Like Puerto Rico should be able to make their own determination about what, what they want to do, um, yeah. and DC should just be a state. But anyway, um, it's just—I mean—he called President Biden today's expander in chief, which is pretty good. Um, something that that I hear a lot, and what he mentions is where you and I want more freedom. Joe Biden wants us dependent on the government. He says, and it's uh, he criticized the CDC as well, saying it's all about the control and not as not much about the disease. Oh my god! Yep. So um, incredibly good reactions to everything he just said. Basically, he knows exactly what hits to play. Uh, you know, it's. <sighs> that whole, anytime I think about the people, people saying those who are like the uh, Democrats or, I, I mean, I don't know about Democrats, but just people want uh, others to be dependent on the government and to have less freedom. I think about that video that you shared recently, Greg, of like, um I think it's a New York Times video where they basically just try to explain American healthcare to people from all over, from all over the world yeah. and like uh, just in other countries, even like people in canada just comparing prices of like insulin or like what it costs to have a baby or like literally anything like uh, there are people that are sharing their experiences like oh the only thing i paid for when i had it when we had a baby was the like upgraded parking or something like that it's come on man let's let's think (laughs) about this for just a second i mean
1: yeah you will probably die of like diabetic ketatosis just because you can't afford insulin but at the yeah. same point too you died free
0: you died free yes. and i and that's important I, and it just brings me back to how like simple of an issue healthcare really should be in this country and how like I can't imagine how many people's freedom has been destroyed because of crippling debt or health problems that they haven't gotten been able to take care of because they can't afford to go to the doctor because they can't afford to go co- pay co-pays, they can't afford to even hit their deductible, they can't afford to pay the premiums every month. It's like I like the fact that I mean this is such a fucking should be such a home run for for Democrats. It's so disgusting that they haven't just it, the fact we had to have a battle about single payer health care in the Democratic primary, like gulag for everyone, but Bernie Sanders right now and and uh, fucking Marianne Williamson, I guess, for that matter. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, single
1: or I actually think like it, it kind of curtails really well with like the current discussion about like restaurants not being able to find any sort of like people to work in their restaurants right now just because like they're paying them dog shit. I mean, yeah the moment you give people any, like our system is not meant for freedom. It's meant to keep you in dest- in destitution. So you have to, to rely upon your, yeah. Yeah. Essentially we live in like a, a company town of like 1 million companies that you have to get your company script from. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, it's incredibly neo-feudal. It's just like, yeah, we don't want people to be dependent on the government that can just basically pay people to do whatever they want. It's like, you have to be dependent on a job that you hate that underpays you. It's like in healthcare could not be a more glaring example. And I just, every day that goes by where I just, there's another, I just, I just, I mean, I, I have like yeah. a pretty lucky situation myself that I'm not in medical debt right now. But like, uh, like I
1: mean, honestly, like you think about it, like, like employer based health insurance is essentially like the new version of company script. Yes. Yeah. It's just 100%. a fucking chain on you. Yeah. yeah. It, it chains you to your job because like, well, you can go somewhere else, but guess what? You're not going to have the health care. And, and it's and, and yeah. Exactly. And then you say like that's somehow like lacking freedom if you don't have that system anymore. When if you had like all of your health care taken care of, if you actually had a living wage, if you actually had the ability to like pay for things with like just a standard like minimum wage job. Like that sounds like the most freedom you can possibly yeah. ever have.
0: Exactly. Being able to like start like if you're able to do freelance work full time, you don't have to worry about health insurance for you and your family or something like that. Like it's. Or, I mean, if you're one of those like small business fetishizers, like it, it kills like come or small businesses having to pay for employee health care, like kills small businesses too. Like it's, and it, it makes them have to, like pay people less too. So, it, this burden being taken off of everyone's back would just be the most freeing thing I can really, that would, that would create more freedom in this country than like anything other than the complete like absolution of, uh, of capitalism in general in this country i can't think of another a, a thing that would that would free up more people than just providing for everyone's healthcare costs just it's i i just hate that makes makes people more dependent on government instead it's just so fucking disgusting i hate it i hate likely. Uh, yeah a, i'd uh, much rather be dependent on my job i hate and <laughs> like my
1: yeah. boss who screams at me every day and like yeah. like my two hour commute every day. Like I'd much rather be dependent on that than like the government where I just go and get my healthcare and like maybe pay like a $3 copay on my way out the door.
0: Exactly. The choice was always so simple. And to see Joe Biden tweet like healthcare is a human right. But then basically was like, he'd said that if Medicare for all passed the house and Senate, he would veto it. Just, just so disgusting. I can't believe that just like being on the side of American health insurance companies isn't worthy of just getting, smacked at a I, minimum. I will. No, come on, man. It's not like liberals
1: ever, like, you know, co-opt phrases that make them seem like they're more progressive than they actually are. And actually just like
0: sure. do horrific yeah. things with that. I'm sure that's not a thing but, that's taken place at all. But I was no. told anyway. that Joe
2: Biden was the new FDR. So I don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> because true freedom in yes. my mind is when I get a new job and I'm going over my benefits package and I get a look at uh, the silver, gold, or platinum package of insurance that I have the opportunity to choose from. Yep. Choice is freedom.
0: It really is.
2: I get to choose have all the how much money comes out of my check every month. <laughs> I get to choose between a $2,000 or a $5,000 deductible. And That's you know a really good choice, This is huh? this is the just, good shit. I love to choose. I go to the Cheesecake Factory just so <laughs> I can look at the menu.
0: That big ass menu, dude, we love it. <sighs> anyway, so uh yeah, pretty pretty classic stuff there from the GOP, the Utah GOP convention. I love um, them.
1: Look, looking forward to the uh, Utah Democrats convention in June, which I'm sure will be a whole lot less of a Nightmare, despite the fact Night. that Spencer Cox is currently polling at 64% among <laughs> Utah Democrats. Oh, yes. Jesus yes. Christ.
2: <laughs> Can we just abolish uh, yeah. the
1: Democratic Party in this state? Like they, They've basically done it to themselves just, already. Yeah, I Whoa. mean, they've done it. I mean, they haven't won a statewide race since like 96, and that was like treasurer <laughs> ever since then. like yep. They haven't won anything else. I mean, you, you'll maybe get like someone who wins the fourth again, but that's about it. Yep. They've abolished themselves. Good
0: stuff. So speaking of uh, the local Utah Democratic Party, we're going to go to our last thing we want to talk about today, which was a new announcement that took place um, from Aaron Mendenhall. Uh, so here we go. The, this is in the Salt Lake Tribune. This is from Taylor Stevens. And the headline is the newly picked designer of Salt Lake City's tiny homes village for the homeless wants 40 houses ready by March. The Other Side Academy has picked has been picked to manage the pilot project and promises the surrounding neighborhood, quote, will be better for it. So, uh, let's just go through this real quick. Um, yeah, so the nonprofit The Other Side Academy will design and manage a village of tiny homes in Salt Lake City, Mayor Erin Mendenhall announced Thursday. The latest step toward her goal of having a pilot project ready for the homeless by this fall. The Other Side Academy runs a two-year live-in program located near downtown that teaches vocational and life skills. Many of its residents apply to attend as an alternative to serving time in jail. The Academy has a, quote, proven track record of successfully managing a peer-based community in Salt Lake City while being an asset to the neighborhood and the city as a whole, Mendenhall said in an interview explaining the decision to partner with the nonprofit. I've been impressed with their integrity and devotion to service. Bringing on, well, we we got some things to say about the other side academy, but bringing on the operator manager that will help with the fundraising, create community, and ultimately super supervise. Keyword there. It is a huge step forward to building the village in Salt Lake City, the mayor said at the news conference. Under the new agreement, Salt Lake City has not committed any city funds to pay for the nonprofit for its design work and eventual management duties. Instead, the academy and city officials will will try to gather donations to cover these expenses, Mendenhall said. The city may eventually use federal funds to help pay for upfront costs, she said. Um, She... (sighs) This is an interesting uh, header as, uh, on on this article. Creating the quote, right culture. The nonprofit plans to create a land search community of people who can help narrow in on a site big enough to ultimately accommodate as many as 400 and 500, four to 500 tiny homes, each with their own bathroom, kitchen and sleeping space, likely about 30 acres. So again, they haven't picked this spot yet. The site will need, yeah, sorry. the location
1: part, I think, is like the most perplexing part of all this. Because first of all, if you're going to find anywhere in Salt Lake City that's 30 to 40 acres wide, you have two options. You're going to go somewhere that's actually kind of decent, and then you're going to have the NIMBYs up your ass from the very beginning. Yep. Or you're going to eminent domain a bunch of territory on the west side and then just like take over, gentrify it to hell put up your little like pinterest village you want there too because you saw something like that when you were like a little girl and had like a christmas village on like a table or something i don't know it's really stupid looking
0: um it's bad yeah, yeah, so, so they taught, like, she mentions that the location, like, um, the site needs to be large enough to include a space for community gatherings, services, and even businesses that could be run by residents on site, Granny said. The city also wants a location with access to public transit and city services where utilities are installed or readily available that is not adjacent to industrial or large-scale business operations. Uh, so there hold, are a few- Hold yeah. on, what? They're they're going to put the homeless to work? Oh, that's interesting. That's a nice little uh, key key thing Great. they put in there. Um, yeah. So we'll skip to um, a part in here that is is very interesting. But it says uh, that Granny guy. I think he's um, works for uh, the other side. He's um, also
1: a like motivational speaker and also a business sociologist which is one of those phrases you hear and just realize just how horrible of a system we actually have is
0: gross yep, yep. A cool economic system we've got the new village granny said will be will ultimately be self-reliant he expects village residents will be required to pay a small fee for rent though the other side academy hasn't settled on a number yet Other funds, he said, would come from business ventures, like a thrift store or moving company that are run by the clients in the Academy's two-year program. In addition to paying rent, Granny said, those who live at the village will be expected to, quote, obey all the laws of the land, to participate in the community in some way, and be accountable to their peers. Promises that he indicated may help stave off any not-in-my-backyard NIMBY sentiments from the village's neighbors. The most most important component of making the village both a success for people experiencing homelessness and a, quote, gem for the community. Why does it have to be like a a gem? Okay, anyway. Well, first of all, it's not going to work
1: because if you're putting strict rules on people, I mean – a lot of the reasons a lot of people are homeless is because they're suffering drug dependency or like Mm -hmm, severe mm -hmm. mental illness. And a lot of it is like their drug dependency is because they're treating their mental illness, like putting them on rules and like acting like it's uh, a summer camp is probably not going to be the most like long-term solution for these people. What you're doing is essentially just like you've created an open air jail.
0: And it's, yeah. And that last thing, the the last thing, Uh, I want to read here. It says, infrastructure alone does not solve the problem, Genny said at a news conference Thursday. Infrastructure is necessary. Tiny homes are a great concept, but tiny homes without the right culture could be a tiny disaster at some Uh,
2: point. And what the fuck does the right culture mean? Like this isn't a one-size-fits-all kind of problem, asshole.
1: They mean Calvinism. Yeah. You write yourself through work. Yeah. Um oh, hmm. and it, we, we said we were going to talk about the other side. I do want to talk about it because yeah. if you don't know what the other side Academy is, it's this halfway house program where prisoners can apply to get into it. So they get into a two year program instead of like serving a sentence where they'll work at like a variety of businesses for for this uh, company. But. They touted success, but it's also because if you disagree with it at all, you go back to jail. Like, like that's a captive audience and that's just nothing more than like an exploitation factory. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And I mean, the NIMBY warriors are going to get this isn't going to be put uh, close to the, to the city and it's going to end up out by the airport or something. It, this is I. um yeah. They're going to eminent
1: yeah. domain, a bunch of territory on the west side. And since it's going to house a bunch of homeless people, that's going to give the police another reason to over police the west side. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, Everyone wins. Man. Also, we should talk about who's going to be running this thing, too, and like in charge of coordinating all this. Yeah, they,
0: it's it's interesting how much the city wants to say they aren't really doing this, you know, like the city, like they have a ton of funds coming in from the federal government, um, the quote, like rescue America fund or whatever. And, um, they're like, Aaron Mendel saying like, that's not being used for this. So why do we like, do we trust the developers and the, um, uh, other side folks to be running this? Like, it's just, well, do you guys know who is like running the coordination on this one? no who
1: it's peter Caroon, the former county mayor and also howard dean's first cousin and also no. real and also real estate developer that should probably be important cool. uh clark ivory of ivory homes by the way and also the miller foundation along with uh pioneer park uh foundation Just sheer happenstance, most of those people were also the people with the driving force behind Operation Rio Grande.
0: Mm, I'm sure surprise surprise. intentions are pure here.
1: So the important thing to kind of realize about this is that this is going to be – this is not meant to like help the homeless. It's too – Cater them, it's the shuffle them off away from downtown, away from Pioneer Park, away from the Miller's property downtown, away from any sort of ivory home development because they own a bunch of stuff downtown too. And also just segregate them off into like another part of the West Side where they can just forget about them. But also, we strung up like Edison bulbs between like the shack, so it looks pretty.
0: Yay. Uh, it's. I'm always heartened when uh, developers just find a place in their heart to get involved with uh, finding solutions for the unhoused. I think that's always very nice of them. Yeah, it's a. They they found a nice work camp for uh, for the homeless people. Like it's fucking
1: Oliver Twist.
0: <laughs> yeah, and as like more and more people become homeless in uh, in this state and city and as housing prices continue to skyrocket. I mean I, I I still get Zillow notifications just for my area and um, I I don't know what like happens with uh, like a lot of people who live here as more and more uh, single family homes that are like rented out get demolished um, to make way for more like luxury condos that are just going up literally everywhere. In the greater salt lake area it's like um i honestly don't know how uh long they can i mean they're clearly putting this off like and and we see like the city and we see um you know governor cox talk about how incredible it is all the new business that businesses that are moving here and the people that are moving here and how amazing that is um it's entirely unaffordable for the vast majority of the population. So I, I just have no idea. Uh, like, this tiny house thing is just really couldn't be further from an actual solution to the problem that we're facing right now and going to be facing in the near future. Also, this isn't going to be ready. Uh, they say November, but they haven't found a location yet. Like, if this is somehow ready by the end of the year, that's going to be. Um, I just don't think there is any We're way gonna that's going to happen. So, it's should we expect happen. another uh, winter of the cops just destroying all of the um, unhoused people's uh, belongings all over the city, like and making a gigantic mess out of all their stuff? Is that is that kind of the the, the plan again for this winter, Aaron? Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, especially because they knocked down the main uh, homeless shelter in Salt Lake to put up more luxury apartments, fucking condos. Yeah. I know literally just like yeah it really is just something if you just look at this like wow wow every possible way you could like treat human beings like they're nothing more than just like material you did you know and we already
2: mentioned it that like the main players in this tiny home project were the people who executed operation rio grande so is there any way they don't fire festival this no they're gonna fuck it all up
1: like look at the track record look yeah i mean look at operation rio Grande, where it was supposed to be this grand project to help homeless people and somehow 80 percent of the budget went to law enforcement yeah weird and and not only that but when you actually get into the
2: specifics of like how exclusive this this program is and then just how rigid it's like putting like two band-aids on a bullet wound and calling it good yeah Like it doesn't, it doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of the actual problem,
1: No, but it doesn't do it at all. But
2: it makes for a good headline and it makes for good PR and Aaron Mendenhall can get up in front of the press and get these really congratulatory headlines about like this new fangled, incredible way that, that Aaron Mendenhall is going to, uh, battle homelessness and, and tackle homelessness in salt lake city. And then nobody actually does the research or reads the article and just takes it at face value. And then we're done with it. And like, you know, this will be out of the news cycle in but what by next week, if it hasn't been already.
1: Probably. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is pretty much as like our Lisa Loeb mayor trying to like save face after completely like bungling the summer with the black lives matter rallies mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. God. Any. Any final thoughts on the uh, on the damn uh, Pinterest board housing shelter thing that she's doing?
4: Aaron Menon Hall is part of the deep state. <laughs> I don't it's like al- her.
0: It's almost <laughs> like you can't capitalism yourself out of like society's ills. I know, and I'm really. I really don't know how long we can pretend like we can. Um, we, we can't.
2: But what's the like, what's the
0: saying? It's easier
2: to imagine the end of the world than it is to imagine the end of capitalism.
1: Pretty much. I mean, we're just going to let like <laughs> we're going to like put up like a few shacks and like put up a mission accomplished banner in front of the city and county building and then like act like there's not like at least 50 homeless people who freeze to death every summer, every winter.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like, I mean, to see her announce this type of thing, and in contrast of how, like, all those people's belongings were treated, like the way that they just like cleared all of like the camps with like bulldozers and everything. It's just, uh, it makes me really sick. <laughs> it makes me really sick to see, but. I'm sure this will turn out just fine, and this will solve, um, eventually solve everything. Because all we, all homeless people really need to do is, capitalism a bit harder than yeah. they are currently. All, all that we need to do to solve homelessness is have a
1: few real estate developers like start a Pinterest board. That's it. Yep. And after that, it all works itself out.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fixed in no time. Well, boys, uh, any, any final thoughts? We or any last things we should go over real quick.
1: Have we finished an episode in like the last like six months without like feeling terrible at the end of it?
4: <laughs> I feel amazing. I, I feel have spent <laughs> the last 72 minutes doing nothing but cocaine. <laughs> uh, if, if
0: it wasn't for yeah. Mike Lindell,
1: I'd probably just like be very sad. <laughs> and just like just lay my head on my desk.
0: Yeah, Man, so Mike Lindell went on Jimmy Kimmel for some Amazing. reason and for some reason, they- Jimmy Kimmel is like appointing himself the – I I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't know why he – is he just trying to like make up for the fact that he was on the man show? Like I honestly don't understand what his deal is or when he did blackface as Carl Malone like – And as Oprah? Yeah. Which yeah.
4: very misunderstood man. Yeah. Like,
0: Definitely, I,
1: I can't believe that Adam Carolla is the least embarrassing out of those two at this
0: point. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Yeah. So I don't know why he's taking this upon himself. I don't know what his deal is, but he brought Mike Lindell on the show um, and just had like a really weird conversation where Mike Lindell comes across as incredibly genuine and in a bad, like in a, in a paranoid crack addict, genuine kind of way. Like you can tell he's actually like, believes the shit he's saying, which is a bad thing. Um, so yeah, it was really odd. <laughs> Mike Lindell is such a freak, but it was, and it was a really strange conversation. All of a sudden, Jimmy Kimmel, he brought out a Mike Lindell impersonator, which was a really weird tonally, mo- uh, tonally a very strange move
2: was it, Dude, it was, was a
0: James Adomian. I didn't. Was it James Domian? Because he's been on Camel before. Oh my God! Hold on. I need. I need to know if they, I didn't. I wasn't like once I once he came on. I just was like listening. It was really. It was too hard to watch. Um, yeah. Let's see. Was it? I love James Domian, but I don't know if it was James Domian. Oh God. I mean he does do the best like Minnesota man accent ever between him and Jesse Ventura. Oh, it is, it is James the Dumb Man. <laughs> God damn it, James. Um it was weird. Uh, but I do love James the Man. I saw He's the, gotta eat, uh, w- man. He does. <laughs> I do love James. He uh I, I saw him uh and that other dude when they came and did the Bernie versus Trump like comedy tour. Um I went to that and it was fantastic. But also, it looks yeah. like the Jazz are gonna win. Oh, my God. Nice. Let's go. So we recorded
1: an episode and they actually won a game.
0: Yeah, we, that never happens. The tides um, are
4: turning, just like the <laughs> election.
0: <laughs> okay, last thing we should talk about. Do we really think – I the Lakers are, like, kind of fucked a little bit. <laughs> like, in the same week where the Jazz set their franchise record of points against the Kings, the Lakers lost to those Kings. I don't – know what's gonna happen at the same
2: there, time but. man i until proven otherwise i'm not what if they don't get the chance to prove you otherwise Though that's what
0: i'm saying if they get I'm to the knockout game LeBron out even in a even if they is, make
2: it to the play-in tournament
0: nah dude what if it's just lebron what if ad isn't held? what if lebron re-injured his like leg yesterday um and dennis Schroeder is out for like a while now and that would be who, funny like They are beating the Nuggets right now, though, which is weird. But um, anyway, boys, it's been it's been another good one. I'm glad we could uh, convene to talk about our lovely states and all the good things that takes place within it. And uh, I think I think that's where we can end things for the night. Choose the left. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Bye, y'all.
3: i to for again. A life's a mystery, and the ceiling lights. James the screen today. it the liberals, it's okay. So let's get tested and so tonight. Oh, kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 the poor Kill, 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 the kill, 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 kill Go, 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 go.